0: You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3.
1: Jesus Revolution is a movie in theaters everywhere on Friday, February 24th, and it features the story of a young Greg Laurie in the 1970s who was searching for all the right things but in the wrong places, and that's similar to a lot of young people of the day until he met a young preacher, charismatic and hippie street preacher, with an established pastor, and together They helped to transform his life by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that story, again, is featured in this new movie, Jesus Revolution. And we have the privilege of speaking with Pastor Greg Laurie today. Greg, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Eric and Bridget, great to be with both of you. Thanks for having me on.
0: You know, I was able to see a portion of this trailer a few months back. And when the trailer has me almost in tears, I'm ready to see the movie. This is really something special, isn't it?
2: I really think it is, and I think it's really timely. You know, I just read this report from the CDC that revealed that most teenage girls, 57%, feel persistently sad or hopeless, and even more alarming, one in three teenage girls seriously consider taking their own lives. And there's so much sadness and despondency among young people today. And I'm thinking, how can we reach these kids? And you've probably heard about what's happening in Kentucky at Asbury Campus and how a bunch of students are spontaneously staying for prayer and worship, and it's gone on for hours and hours, and they're confessing their sins, and I heard that it's spread to another campus now. And it really reminds me, you guys, of what happened 50 years ago, which was a spiritual awakening among young people. And I'm praying that this movie, Jesus Revolution, will be more than just something that's entertaining. And and it is very entertaining. It's very well made. It's produced by Lionsgate Film Studios, which is a major Hollywood film studio. That in itself is (laughs) a miracle. (laughs) And Hollywood financed and is promoting a film called Jesus Revolution. But it tells the true story of how God intervened in a generation. And I, thankfully, came to Christ then, along with my wife, Kathy. So it's a true story, and we're kind of hoping that the fame of revival will spread the flame of revival.
1: Well, Greg, of course, we know you as the pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship, the speaker at your Harvest Crusades, but in in the 1970s, you were a lot like the young people you were describing. Um, Can you share, without giving too much away, because, you know, we want to see the movie too, uh, what your life was like in the 1970s, before coming to Christ?
2: Well, I was born in 1952. And my mother was a beautiful woman, literally a dead ringer for Marilyn Monroe. And she knew it. (laughs) She was married and divorced seven times. She was a raging alcoholic. So I had to grow up fast taking care of my own mom because she was pretty irresponsible. She would drink to excess every night and pass out. So it was almost like in some ways, even though I was 10 years old, I was the adult in the relationship. So that sent me on a search because I thought, wow, well, you know, what is life all about? Clearly the answers are not in the materialistic lifestyle my mother has chosen and booze and parties. So the whole drug culture was coming on strong and I bought into the lies of, of uh, turn on, tune in, drop out, as it was said in the day. And and I started using drugs, smoking marijuana pretty much every day, taking LSD and this only exasperated my problems. I I was thinking, there has to be more to life than all of this. I'm only a kid. I'm 17 at this point. And on my high school campus, I came across a group of Christians that were called Jesus Freaks, and I was warned to not go near them, but I didn't heed the warning, and I sat down close enough to one of their meetings to hear what they actually believed, and that was the first time I heard the gospel presented in a way that I understood and I walked forward, and I prayed, and I gave my life to Christ. And then I went to this church called Calvary Chapel that was in the middle of a spiritual awakening. I didn't know I walked into a revival. I just thought, oh, so this is Christianity. This is amazing. But actually, it w- it was a real move of God that was happening. And that's all told in this movie that has moments that are laugh out loud funny. It'll bring you to tears. It's a very honest film. At times, it's a gritty film. But the most important thing about this film, Jesus Revolution, is it has the gospel in it in such a way that I believe someone watching it could even understand how they too could receive Christ into their life.
0: You know, one of the things we see in the movie Jesus Revolution is Chuck Smith. And I I heard somebody say when there's a revival going on, you hear the phrase a lot, dying to self. You don't hear it a lot too many other times. What did Chuck Smith learn about dying to self?
2: Well, I think, you know, Chuck was a very conservative pastor with a struggling church. And, you know, he loved to get up and teach the Bible. And, and you know, and meanwhile, the counterculture was happening. All these crazy kids were out in the streets taking drugs running away from home, causing chaos and anarchy. And his wife Kay had a real burden to reach these kids. And she said, Chuck, we need to reach them. And and Chuck thought they all needed to just get a haircut and take a shower and get a job, right? But he said, well, if, if I meet some hippie Christian, maybe they can explain it to me. And God orchestrated it and brought this hippie evangelist named Lonnie Frisbee to Chuck through his daughter, Chuck's daughter, Jan. And Chuck met this young man and was immediately kind of uh, resistant to the whole idea of, of even talking to him. But then as he saw how God had changed this young man's life and how God had gifted Lonnie as an evangelist, Chuck opened the door of his church as well as opening the door of his heart. And a spiritual awakening took place as a result. Chuck and Lonnie were like nitro and glycerin. You know, the two of them together had an explosive impact
1: Mm -hmm. i had a chance to preview this movie greg and i you're right there were so many laugh out loud moments there were moments that brought you to tears and there were moments that made you want to stand up and just shout amen and just tell others about what was happening then and what do you hope people walk away from because i know what i felt walking away from seeing the movie
2: well, tell me what you felt walking away.
1: Lord, do it again. It was Amen. just such a an excitement to see how it happened in our nation before, and praying that this could happen again.
2: Yeah, that's well, that. Well, then that means that we succeeded because when John Irwin, who's the director of the film, along with Brent McCorkle and I, started talking about this, we said we want to. We decided we wanted to tell the story, but not in a nostalgic way. That wasn't that great, but that was a long time ago. But more in the sense of, Lord, we want to see it again. And, you know, it's interesting culturally and visually. There are so many parallels between this moment in history, especially among young people, and that moment in history. And so we felt like if we could convey the sense of people were actually experiencing this, not just watching the story about this, they would almost feel as though they were in it and then they would pray that God would do it again, that would be success. So we're praying, A, that Christians will see it, and they'll be fired up to pray for revival. Like I said, the fame of revival spreads the flame of revival. We're telling a true revival story. We're hoping it will feed the flame. And then secondly, we're praying that thousands of people come to Christ as a result of watching this film. At the halfway point of the film, my character, Greg, played by Joe Courtney, and uh, Lonnie Frisbee, played by Jonathan Rumi, best known for playing the role of Jesus in The Chosen, they're out in the water, and Greg's getting ready to be baptized. Well, Greg walks out there. He hasn't accepted Christ yet. And Lonnie says, are you ready to decide? And Greg says, yes. And Lonnie leads Greg in a prayer, and he prays that prayer of asking Jesus to come into his life. And our hope and prayer is, is that as people watch that scene, that they will pray that same prayer for themselves and receive Jesus into their life.
0: Is that how revival starts in my heart, I guess, is the question.
2: Well, I think that revival uh, starts when you're just, you know, what is revive? It means to come back to life, Hmm. to awaken something. So, you know, something that was dormant, something that maybe was once alive, is coming back or reviving. So I'm praying it will revive the hearts of Christians and it will awaken the hearts of non believers. Mm.
1: That's excellent. Now your wife obviously is a big part of this story too. How excited is she to see both your stories from so many years ago on the big screen?
2: Yeah, it's, it's kind of surreal to see these young people playing you using your names uh, and watching it unfold on the screen. It, it's overwhelming. It's humbling. It's exciting. It's scary. It's it's just not like anything else I've ever seen before. So it. it but we love it, and we're hoping if God can take our story and, and use it, we're thankful. You know. You know. I'm 70 now. My wife is 67. So you know, we talked about when we were young people, and people look at us and say, "Yeah, that must have been a long time ago." But, you know, when they look at these two actors who do such an amazing job of uh, Joel Courtney and Anna Grace Barlow playing the role of Kathy and Craig, uh, it just makes it feel so current and alive. And it really is a love story. It's a beautiful love story between Greg and Kathy, as well as a redemption story.
0: Well, I know your ministry is asking churches to take the Jesus revolution, uh, and expand it out into their community and, and tell others about this. And, and they can do that through going to the website and finding out more information there. I know your ministry loves telling stories and uh, transformation, and lives that have been changed. And this just continues that, that plea. And so uh, we thank you for your time this morning mm-hmm. and appreciate you telling us all about what we can expect when we go to the theater here shortly.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. It, it opens on uh, February 24th, but there's a sneak preview on February 22nd. And what's special about that showing in particular is I filmed a special eight-minute presentation of the gospel complete with a prayer for a person to pray who does not yet know the Lord. So February 22nd would be a great night to take a non-believer to. And then it opens everywhere on February 24th. I hope folks will go see it.
0: Yeah, that is coming up here soon. Mm -hmm. Again, JesusRevolution.movie is the place to go. The one thing they have, they've got a lot of different things, like where you can find theaters and get tickets and all that other thing. But there's a prayer guide there that you Uh might want to check out and just different ways to to be praying, pray for open hearts and for open doors and a prayer for unity and then prayer for pastors. And there's just different um, prompts there and, and actual prayers that you can be praying and help help. Others, as they see this movie, to understand their need for a Savior.
1: Yeah, and we are praying for revival in our nation, and it happened before Mm -hmm. it can happen again. And the story is recounted in Jesus' Revolution screenings tonight and everywhere on Friday the 24th. We've got details linked at ericandbridget.org.